0: Don't take
1: <laughs> There's a little uh, little surprise for you there at
0: the end. Yeah. Switched themes
1: on us. Yep.
0: How's everyone doing? Great. Doing good. How are you doing, Gus? I'm doing good. Uh, I, see, I see you're wearing your Hoover's cooking shirt today. Yeah. Are we, are we gonna go, is that how we're going to do it? Are going to just dive straight into the fucking local food? No, not necessarily. <laughs> uh, although, I have to say, Griffin and I ate at foreign and domestic the other day. Oh, it was awesome. It was one of the best meals I've ever had in my entire life. I
2: wouldn't go that far, but it was really good. Well,
0: because well, you got octopus.
2: I did get octopus. It was a, no, it that's, a risk. That's I your fucking fault.
0: <laughs> Where, where's that place at? Uh, it's on North Loop. Oh, by uh, all that cute vintage stores. Yeah. 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 Like North Loop and Duval, essentially.
2: It's my second home, that street.
1: There you go. Back when we were Foursquare and you were the uh, the mayor of a couple of vintage
0: shops out there. I had that here?
2: whole fucking. T- yeah, it was my part of town. <laughs> yeah, that
0: was awesome for me.
2: <laughs> it was a very expensive uh, project to become mayor of those places.
1: Yeah.
0: Whoop-to-doo.
1: So, uh. We're we're a little short-handed today. It's just uh, yeah, I'm dis- Jeff
0: Griffin and Gus, the three Gs. I mean, I'm happy that the three Gs are together, but I'm a little I'm a little disappointed that uh Bernie. But that, that no show one else can yeah. show up to work before eleven a.m. Yeah, I mean it's, it's uh yeah
1: eleven a.m. exactly. <laughs> oh well, we 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 delayed a bit. We gave them a chance.
0: If they show up, they're more than welcome to join. Man, you know, we got a lot of uh positive comments about the drunk tank when we were at PAX this yeah. last weekend. You know, you and I obviously we were just at the uh, penny arcade expo in seattle this last weekend for a tremendously successful event uh and we got a lot of positive feedback uh on the drunk tank but we had more than a handful of people that said they wished we were actually drunk when we recorded it and seeing i was thinking about it this morning i was like well maybe i'll give them what they want but goddamn, dude <laughs> i know it's 11 which means it's almost lunch but i am barely awake as it is i couldn't imagine being drunk right
1: well, now plus also i feel like i'm still hungover. From PAX
0: anyway, <laughs> I don't know that I can really I can really start drinking yet. And regardless, how did that happen? I don't know. I all right. So we had a PAX party on Saturday night, right? Uh, for Rooster Teeth, like a, a little shin, little like soirée, if you will, that we threw uh, for some of our closest friends. And uh, I was like, gonna take it easy. I, I didn't want to make an ass of myself. I didn't want to embarrass well, myself. If you want to rewind
1: it, when you and I were flying out to PAX, we said to each other. I don't know if I'm going to drink on this trip. Like, independently, we both thought, maybe we should just take it easy, not drink. Didn't feel like drinking.
0: No. Nope. Fast forward to Saturday. Well, fast forward to we got off the plane, and we were <laughs> going to baggage, and we walked by a dude who smelled so intensely of vodka, we both turned to each other and said, no, we got to get drunk. I know. That
1: that, that dude smelled so <laughs> I good. Like I,
0: I smelled that vodka, and I was like, oh, I want some of that. It That's, was really weird. It's so
2: funny, too, that, like, that smell of, like, processed through people's pores, alcoholic, like... Can be an attractive thing at all. Like you're like, I want to smell like this guy tomorrow. <laughs> I wanted
0: to either be like him or marry him. <laughs> Fast forward to the next night, and uh, and I swear I took it easy. I didn't. I don't remember drinking a lot, but uh, I don't. I also don't remember that night for the most part which is the first time that's happened to me in a long time. Yeah, there's some, there's some great pictures. Yeah, there are some great pictures. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I'm in the photos. <laughs>
2: that's the thing that sucks. I mean, it doesn't suck. It's as a Wi-Fi, I appreciate it. But it sucks that like you can't just go and relax a night like, without having people take a million photos of you and having like a, recorded, like, a record of what you did. I
0: got to agree with that. Thanks to Twitter and cell phone pictures, it's uh, you can't do anything.
2: Yeah. No, it's great for me, but like, yeah. you can't do anything. <laughs> but no, it, just, it is kind of like a different world we live in now. It's like we're policed by our friends. Yeah,
1: you're constantly <laughs> being monitored and watched. And yeah. uh, and the results show up uh,
0: on the internet. And they're, and they're there for, for everyone to see. Forever.
2: <laughs> Have you guys ever posted a bad picture of somebody because you're mad at them?
0: Uh, I I mean, obviously the answer is yes. I can't think of a specific moment, but I'm sure I have. Have you?
2: I didn't post one, but I tagged somebody that I, and I, I don't, yeah, I did. I did. I intentionally tagged them because I, I was pissed off and it was a horrible photo. Um, I feel bad about it now though. Boy or girl? It was a girl. Of course. Cause girls are horrible to each other.
1: <laughs> what else happened at PAX? Uh, we were there, I guess three days. It was a huge event. Do we know, do you know how many people were there yet? I don't Maybe think they've they announced
0: the attendance yet. Uh, last year was 68,000, I believe. Was it really? Yeah, yeah, and uh, this year, I think, was as high as, or or more. They tried to expand, I, I mean, last year, they hit uh, the limit of people that the convention center could hold, so they moved some stuff off-site this year, I think, to make room for more attendees, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I was not crazy about. I don't know about you. Yeah, it wasn't too crazy. The main theater was off-site, it was like three blocks from the convention center. It was a um, long three blocks, though. But... The, that that new venue was awesome, that oh new theater. yeah no it, i I don't mean I don't want to disparage the theater. It was really amazing, but it was kind of hard to get to, and I was kind of lost, and it like they were like everybody kept telling me yeah it's a it's a six minute walk, it's a six minute walk, which was actually more like a fourteen or fifteen minute walk no, I was no. afraid no, because you got to get out of the event first of all that's, that's like true. if a dude comes up to your booth and says it's a six minute walk, he means a six minute walk from the front door, not yeah. from where you are, yeah, so if you true. don't budget your time like. You know, appropriately, you end up almost missing your event.
2: Well, and people don't think about traffic, like foot traffic right. or whatever.
0: Yeah. And uh, so, but the it, the cool thing about that place, obviously, it was gorgeous. I mean, it was like an old theater. Looks kind of like the Paramount Theater in Austin Griffin, where they had the seating on the sides and stuff. It was awesome. like three like stories. The yeah, it had balconies, it had like two balconies. But uh, it had an actual sound system. It wasn't just a, you know, PA system set up on concrete floors with right. a 40 foot ceiling. And so. It was The sound was great. Yeah, I feel like people in the auditorium could actually hear uh, the videos we were playing for them. Yeah, absolutely. Like While we showed episodes 19 and 20 of Red versus Blue, Revelation, uh, you guys went in the back and I went and I sat in the audience and I watched it in the very back because I wanted to check out the sound. I heard it perfectly.
1: That's great. It was great. We also showed that short. Did you see, like we played the presentation off of um, off of my laptop. Yeah. Did you see that they, the DVI cable they had was a fiber optic DVI cable? Really? I'm still freaking out over it. It was like this long fiber optic cable <laughs> with the DVI
0: end. Dude, that's sexy. Yeah, it's crazy. That's pretty awesome. Uh, that's so a pretty get, serious setup.
2: Getting back to that short you were about to talk about.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, Frag <laughs> Dude, I think it's called. The one I was trying to polish over. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>
2: well, you brought it up.
0: No, nah, no. Nah. Yeah, that's uh, a good point. I hadn't seen anything from that short. I wasn't on set that day because I was in the office, and... uh I I purposely didn't watch any of, you know, Matt was editing at his computer, and he did most of the editing after you and I had left anyway, because, you know, we always get to the events early to set up. And uh, so I watched it for the first time with the audience, and dear Lord, you are disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, you know, we shot
1: that. It's crazy, the turnaround time on that, because we shot that short last Monday, and we showed it at PAX at our panel that Friday. And I felt like it was really super
0: polished, and the editing was super tight on it. It was edited extremely well. I think it's the best short we've produced. I I, I have to agree. Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was, Matt did a fantastic job, and I'm assuming Nathan and Brandon and everybody helped on it too. Yeah, quite No, it was a, it was a tremendous short. It was a, it was it was a long day. It was a long shoot. I think it was like twelve or fourteen hours or something like that. Yeah, it
2: went over a lot. Like I left, I had to take Carrie to the office, and then I thought we were pretty much wrapped, so I didn't come back because it was just one more setup left. But then you guys were there. I don't mean. I assumed
0: yeah, you were there I, for another five was hours. Late,
1: yeah. yeah, it was, I and I felt
2: really bad because I didn't even know until like eleven. I was like, oh shit! I think
1: to right around yeah. when we wrapped, like ten thirty or eleven or so. Yeah. At night, it's so a way to shirk your responsibility I know, Griffin. and
2: I didn't mean to. I totally would have gone back because I mean, that, you know, I would have just dropped Carrie off and turned around. But I thought they were nearly done. What
0: are you giving Carrie secret rides for? What's up with this? It wasn't <laughs> secret. <laughs> <Do> <laughs> everyone to everyone knew, knew about it. Is <laughs> he the new hotness?
2: You just need to take more interest in the things that I do. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> but uh, how how was the crowd reaction to the short? Oh, it was great! It was easily it was, it was as good as rivers of Blue*. I think that's great. Well, I, I don't know. I, there were some. The rivers of Blue* reactions were pretty awesome. There's a scene where uh, Brandon was in the front row. I don't want to spoil it because there are some people that obviously haven't seen it yet. Uh, they're going to be listening to this podcast. But there was a scene where uh, Brandon said he looked over and two girls were uh, in tears. <laughs> I'm not going to say if it was tears of joy or tears of sadness or what, but uh, they were or, or laughing and crying, but they were. It brought tears to their eyes, and uh, that was pretty funny.
2: Have you guys seen some of the footage of the crowd reacting?
0: No. no Brandon footage.
2: took some, and I think it might have been the the ones you were talking about, like just like some of the scenes. Um, I don't remember what part it was. They told me, um, but anyway, like the, they were just like huge faces. Like the reaction was really interesting to watch.
1: Oh, that's great. Yeah, we showed. You know, I guess the last two episodes of You said that right? Of Revelation. Yeah. What the one of which aired this past Monday, and then the final one,
0: which airs this coming Monday. Yeah, it was about seventeen minutes of footage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then that short, and then we did a Q and A, but yeah, people seem to really dig it. And it, I don't know, it's always fun to, to watch for the first time, uh, to watch something new, reversibly vs. Blue related with an audience, because it's like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a totally different experience than, uh, sitting around somebody's computer and watching it, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Plus we, uh, it seems like we rarely get a chance to watch it with an audience anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we used to do it a lot more. I guess we went, we had a, a showing earlier this year at the Alamo though. And uh, I think uh, yeah, we, I think, yeah, I right, think we'll right. be doing it again later. I guess later. Are we going to show Revelation at Fantastic Fest this month?
1: Um, I believe so. I don't know what the finalized schedule is, but I think we are.
0: Okay, cool. That'll be awesome. Yeah, to see it all, the, like the whole thing. So together. Fantastic
1: Fest. I wish Bernie was here to tell us a little more about that.
0: Yeah, me too. Bernie or Jack, right? I don't really know much about it, other than that there's a uh, Fantastic Fest is having a uh, games portion. It's a very popular, very up and coming film festival in Austin, put on by uh, Tim League of the Alamo Draft House, who we glowingly talk about all the time. And I think the guys from Ain't It Cool News, I don't know if they're involved or not. Um, And uh, they're having like a game side this year. And so there's going to be like a 48-hour Machinima Film Festival, I think. And I think we're going to do some kind of a panel. And uh, it sounds pretty cool. So, oh, and I think... uh, Oh, man, I wish Bernie was here to... Tell me if this is correct or not. But I think the winner of the Machinima Film Festival gets a walk-on part in Red vs. Blue.
1: I think you're correct. I think that's what he was talking about last week when he yeah. said we were going to make the announcement at uh, PAX. It was that was. that I'm it. pretty sure he said that during the Q&A. The winner of the Best Actor or Actress Award in the Machinima Film category will uh, perform their own walk-on role
0: on a coming episode of Red vs. Blue. So it's going to be like... Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Private Headshot. Dead. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be more tangible than that.
1: No, no, no. no oh, that's okay. about it. That's it. <laughs> so that's cool. I guess um, we've never really done anything like that before. No, it's crazy. So I guess that—that's wow. This has to be really soon. I guess films have to be uploaded to the to their website by 7 p.m. this Sunday, September 12th. Oh wow! So you got four days left. Yeah. Well, I guess this it's a 48-hour challenge, it starts Friday. September 10th at 7 p.m., and then have, they have to have it completed and uploaded by September 12th at 7 p.m. Okay. We'll put this in the link dump, and uh, you'll see. You'll read all the information about it. Uh, I guess
0: the there's some good prizes, some computers and laptops and stuff. Dude, I love computers and laptops and stuff. That's the best. Yeah, they are awesome. So, uh, anything else happened at PAX? We had a cool party. Uh, we got to see a lot of really nice people. Um, we did a panel, mm-hmm. we did a late night talk show. Yes. Do you want to talk about that? No. Okay. Did you see, uh... We did a late night talk show. We, we did just, a late show. We'll just night leave night it
2: at show. that. it did it not go well?
0: Uh, it, I. Uh, Bernie says that we have two modes as a entity, uh, funny and ugly, and things went ugly really fast.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll
0: say fugly. <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, that at one point I looked out in the audience and Dom, Count3D was there, and his face was as, like, was as red as your shirt. And he had his eyes closed, and he was, I like, he couldn't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> he was laughing so hard. So I guess uh, funny and ugly can go together, I guess. I got, I got yeah, whatever.
2: Well, is there a place to see it?
0: I hope not. I
2: hope not. I want to see it. I don't think that's a good I, idea. I don't
1: think it exists. I'll see, I'll see if we can find it for the link dump, but I don't think. I don't think it's out there. Um, did you see the person dressed up as Kat from Halo Reach at PAX, dress, dancing at the Just Dance booth and I the Microsoft Connect booth? I
0: didn't see her doing the dancing, but I saw her walking around. Mm, she was pretty cool. She came by booth for a little while. Yeah, she, she was to being connecting the dance. led
1: around by Allison,
0: right? Mm-hmm. From 343.
1: Was that the same suit that we saw at Comic-Con? Yeah, I believe so. It was so. suit. I believe so. Yeah. But it's, it's cool that they have such a big presence. I guess, you know, the game coming out next week.
0: Dude, the lines for Reach were really crazy. And, uh... It's kind of funny. Bernie brought uh, his wife Jordan and their their son JD, who is uh, you know kind of big into Halo. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, well, you know, Bernie was working the booth, so Jordan, poor Jordan, they would get in line for an hour so that they could play Reach and then get out of line and go right back in the line again. Oh my god, that's crazy! Really? <laughs> yeah, they did that a couple of times. Uh, but he it was the, he had like it appeared to have the best time of his life. It's so. funny because I think the
1: Halo Reach line was the only one I saw at the entire convention where they had a sign up that said. You
0: must be 17, year olds to play, 17 years old to play or be accompanied by a parent or guardian. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There were a lot of crazy lines. Apparently, the Duke Nukem line was like three hours long as well. I, don't, I don't even know where that was. Oh, uh, no, I don't know where that yeah. was. It was out by like the Machinima booth, right? It was, yeah, it was over where they had those really funny posters on the wall of like Duke Nukem and the shark. Oh, right, that. right. <laughs> those were great. Those were pretty clever. Uh, did you play any games while you were there? Uh, I watched you play Lego Universe. It's the only game I touched, I played Lego Universe. It was fun. And I think that's it. I didn't get a chance.
1: Didn't have time to really get in line or anything.
0: Yeah, it's hard when you're working the booth, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, the I last the last day you and I walked around a bit, and I I checked it out. It was fun, though. I I you know
1: I saw some people playing the Old Republic and saw like the uh, the dialogue trees and the quest giving system and stuff.
0: Man, how cool was that? By that was the way. pretty crazy. Yeah. How are they different? Well, now you know. Normally, you
1: know, you play like an, like let's see, Wow, right? You've played Wow. When you go up to your quest giver, you know, you right click on them and it's like a bunch of text and you hit accept. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Old Republic, when you go up to the quest gi- giver and you click on them, it cues a cinematic. So uh, instead of yeah. reading, it's, uh, you know, it's like a cutscene where they explain. I, that I've watched Death play before. So Not it, not the Old Republic.
2: Haven't I? I feel like no, I have. it's not out yet. It yeah, doesn't come it, out until next year. The, okay. But wasn't it, is this another You like might an be thinking of Knights, Knights of the Old Republic. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. That's so like, this is different?
0: Yeah. This is yeah. the MMO version. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, though. The fact that they have cutscenes for every quest like that, like it's it's I can't imagine the amount of work that's going into that.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of dialogue trees, a
0: lot of dialogue recorded.
2: Can you skip the cinematic stuff, then? Uh, I think so. Okay, good. Because that's... I mean, you don't want to sit through all of that, do you?
0: <laughs> you know what, though? Um, Bioware just released a list of stats from Mass Effect 2. I don't know if you were already planning on talking about this, or not, Gus. And it was like, people love the game, it's very popular, people love to play it. Some people played it 40 times through. But uh, the most interesting thing to me was that uh, one of the stats was conversations were only skipped 15% of the time, which has got to be a testament to how well that game is written and voice acted, because uh, usually, like when I play a game, I just blow through, hitting yeah. A as fast as I can, right. and I didn't really do that in Mass Effect 2, and I'm surprised that like 85% of the people didn't as well.
2: So is that, for every game, are those like stats available? Like, can you see... No, they... they the, the
1: The developer may collect a lot of those stats, but they don't normally...
0: Share them. I
2: think. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. It's I've almost only, kind of a shame, though. Like that should be just like up, like common knowledge. Like,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting stuff. Uh, it's start starting to like hit more like red dead redemption released or rockstar released a bunch of cool stats about red dead redemption and then uh you know now bioware's done and i hope to see it more because it's really interesting to see because that also and not only shows you like how many people played the game how many people finished it all that nonsense but it shows you uh how people played it you know mm-hmm. yeah. which is interesting
1: well yeah. the average and what's funny is the average completion time for mass effect 2 they said was 33 hours but there were four <laughs> xbox 360 players who beat Mass Effect 2 23 times. Who are those four people? Are they listening to our podcast? Yeah, there are two on the PC who completed it 28 times. And I'm sure they got faster as time went on. They didn't have to take the full 33 hours. but
0: That's a lot of fucking time. 23 times, dude. That's that's crazy. Have you ever beaten a game 28 three times? No, I rarely finish a game twice. I think I beat Mass Effect 2... I think I played through it three or four times. Yeah, you did. Well, you were doing videos in it, and you had your home account
1: and your work account and Right. Stuff. And that was a lot. I felt like I saw everything. You know, I saw everything multiple times. I can't imagine doing it fucking 28 or 23 times.
0: I bet at the end of those 20, like, say those 28 times, I bet that those dudes know the game better than the developers. I doubt that. Wow. Well, I really doubt that. I mean, they'd have to know every in and out of that game. So let's say they do it faster because they're, uh, they've are they done it so many times, but they're probably putting 20 hours into each playthrough, right? So I don't... Is there a scientist that could do that math? No. So if <laughs> you're doing 20 hours at 23 playthroughs, that's 460 hours.
1: Fuck that. Divided by 24 hours, it's a little over 19 days of playtime. Wow.
2: But the stats, it's like more of a like a, a realistic rating system, you know? Like, in, like you... I don't know what it was, if it was a podcast or a video they all did about how rating is just kind of skewed like it's either... Like oh, yeah, it, we did a PSA. Yeah, it was a PSA. It was like between eight and ten almost all the time. Like you can't really get an idea what a game's like based on the rating system, but mm-hmm. by reading stats, like that's definitely a better way to, to figure out what people like about it or whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, absolutely. The
1: problem with these kinds of stats is you have to wait till several months after the game's out. Like, you, yeah, people can't use these stat. Well, people can't immediately use these stats to determine whether or not they should buy the game. And also,
0: let's be honest, they're not going to release bad stats. Of course. Yeah, you know. that's true.
2: Well, and, I mean, most people, I think, usually, I mean, they, they buy a game because they played the a game that came before it that they liked, or they like the trailer or whatever. Yeah. I mean, they're not going well, yeah, like to reading in stats.
1: In this one, it says that 50% of the players who played Mass Effect 2 imported a saved character from Mass
0: Effect 1. That's pretty interesting. You know, I played Mass Effect 1, and I did not import a character from uh, 1 to 2. Did you finish 1? No, I never finished it. Mm. And I couldn't find my save file, so that I would have had I found it. but yeah. sucks. Wouldn't have mattered because I didn't finish Mass Effect. I did both. <laughs> did you? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: You were saying that you played played it three times, but you were making videos. Like if you um in general, if you if you could go back to the days where you just played for fun, other than wow, I mean how, how often how long, long do you play a game typically?
1: I, I think I played this one
0: through twice personally. Okay. Not counting making videos. If I wasn't making videos and doing achievement hunter, I would play I would spend a lot more time in a game. Yeah. Because I'd want to 100% it, you know? And I just don't, I don't have the time to do that because I have to move on to whatever the next game is now. Like, it's pretty rare. Like, I 100%ed percent Dead Rising K-Zero, and uh, I was happy about that. Well, that's, uh, that's also th- super short. It's like yeah, an it hour is, and but a half. Yeah, it is, it's a little bit. Of, it's not, it takes more than an hour and a half to 100% it. Yeah, I mean, I played through
1: once. I did one playthrough, and I think I got almost all the achievements.
0: Yeah, I think I, did, I had to do three playthroughs mm-hmm. when it was all said and done, or two and a half. I
1: was really happy with the way that K-Zero worked out. How, oh, Yeah. Yeah, I felt like, you know, it was super short. It was like, what, five bucks or whatever? Um, and you get a chance to increase the level of your, ca- your starting level of your character when Dead Rising 2 comes out. And your PP and your money and all that, yeah, I and, think. Yeah, and you also get reacquainted with the, like, it's like the movement and the combat system and
0: everything. That way, when the game comes out, you're, uh, you can hit the ground running a lot more. And you really, it really does help, too, because the first, like, I don't know, 20 minutes I was playing that game, I was super rusty. It takes a while to get back into it, you know? It's kind mm-hmm. of a unique play style, that game. Right. And uh, I agree. It was uh, torturous as a parent to play. I don't know. I think we probably talked about this last week, but... Yeah, at the very end, you, you mentioned It's it. a very mean game to make a dad play, especially if he has a daughter. But uh, but did you like <laughs> you it, the it. story? No, I did have to play it.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... It that is what it is. It's, it, uh, I didn't think there
0: was anything wrong with it. Why, was there something wrong with it? No, no, I thought it was great. It, I it reminded me, there's a mechanic in that game that I hate and that I always hated in the first game, but it's, I think why I hate it is why the game is good and that's that goddamn timer. Everything happens on a timer Yeah. and so you, oh, it's so stressful. I get so stressed out looking at my watch going like, oh my god, I've only got two hours until the military arrives. I right, still have to yeah. do four things. What am I going to do? And it drives me nuts and it makes me all jittery and nervous and, uh, but I think that's what, I mean, that's the strength of the game, right?
1: Yeah, I had a little bit of trouble with, uh, the last guy you have to fight before you escape,
0: Jed. Took me a few playthroughs to to figure out how to get him. Took me, and too. even then I barely beat him. It sucked. How'd you how'd you beat him? Uh, I have determined that the best way is to load up on guns and just stay as far away from them as possible, mm-hmm. and just like move around between it while he's yeah. shooting, and then and stop then, and shoot. And then if you get low on health, you can go inside and go into the. Um, little area that has orange juice and just grab an orange juice i think what oh you can go back inside i never thought about yeah yeah you can go inside and then just like chug an orange juice and go back out so i think i had an assault rifle and then all
1: food other than that and i would shoot him then if i got hit i'd go and hide eat and then come back out and shoot him then i ran out of bullets
0: and i had to pick up the sledgehammer and then yeah one assault rifle is not gonna do it no Um, going in for melee is not fun with that guy because he's got that fucking pitchfork yeah it's not cool (laughs) Also, uh, I, I found melee weapons to kind of suck. Like, I beat him the fir- I had to beat him twice. The first time I beat him with a broadsword, and the second time I beat him with bullets. It was way easier to beat him with bullets. I
1: felt like the bullets should do more damage. I put fucking 60 rounds into that motherfucker, and he, Plus, he was
0: like at half health. Dude has a fucking tank on his back. That's got to be explosive, right?
1: I, I, I kept trying to shoot it. I thought that was like the key to like yeah. you know, easy victory, you know, shoot the tank on the back. Nope. Apparently not apparently you can carry an acetylene tank on your back and uh, not worry about it exploding.
0: It also helps if you're a higher level because then you're a little stronger and can do a little more damage. Yeah, I think the first time I beat him was level four. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I wish
0: they would let you... Well, I guess level five is plenty. I wish you could advance a little more. I think it's a a pretty successful thing for them. I read this morning that the game sold like 320,000 copies in the first week. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's really good. Considering it's, you know, they probably have everything built out. It's probably
1: just like an extra... You know, they have like they make the game anyway, they probably have all these models and right. everything. you know why not ship out a little taste of it for five bucks ahead of time? So the development time on it was you know
0: cut way down, right. Um, and it probably didn't cost them very much to make either. And it was also really cool that they priced it so cheaply, too. Yeah, it was five dollars, which for an Xbox Live game of, uh, I don't know that depth should have been 12, 10 12 probably. I don't know if I'd go that high. It's short. Uh, yeah, but there's so much replay value. That's true. I, 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 I want to go back and replay it. I, yeah. I, I started a second replay just so I could top off and hit level five, and then I stopped. And there's like five endings, too, so if you want to see all the endings, you can go through and do all that. I guess I didn't think about that. That's yeah. True. So, what are you laughing at over there?
2: No, just a persuasive argument. You just won.
0: <laughs> That's how I roll, Griffin. It's like the McLaughlin group, but <laughs> with video
1: games.
2: When you guys aren't yelling at each other at the moment, so.
1: That's true. Yeah. So, what else is going on, Gus? um we got a i guess i should give our our requisite plug we got the
0: red versus blue revelation and recollection dvd coming out next week yeah i'm pretty excited about that in store september 14th yes and on our website yeah and on our website you can pre-order it now if you'd like uh or just wait till the day it comes out and buy it then you can use this link (laughs) (laughs) oh hey i got one more thing i want to say about pax what's up big thanks to caleb yeah, PP Mukau, PP was he's super Caleb helpful. Again. Is he Caleb again? Yeah. Okay. Big thanks to Caleb who helped us run the booth, who actually pretty much ran the booth. Yeah. He was a tremendous help. Caleb was a bomb. Yeah, that kid. I know he's hard to look at, and he's <laughs> kind of goofy, and there's not much conversationally, but he's really good at running a booth, and he did a great job.
1: Mm-hmm. We had a. It was it was a good time. We met a. Uh, we had a lot of people from the community come by the booth and and talk. I felt really bad because on Friday after the panel, we had a pretty serious line form at the booth and uh, we couldn't spend as much time talking to people as we would have preferred to. Yeah, that sucked. On I, Friday, thought I think people that. were waiting, I li- think people had to wait in line an hour to buy a DVD at the booth. Oh, really? Yeah, they've never had anything like that before. It was, that was fucking crazy. ridiculous. It was crazy. It was like a line that
0: went down the convention hall and like wrapped around by the bathroom. Wow! Yeah, it was pretty intense, and we were trying really hard to get through it. And but like I said, give, you know, not be rude to people. And just yeah, and people wait in line a fucking, fucking hour. You know, you you don't you, you got you want to dedicate some time to them, but then it's like I feel bad for the person at the back of the line
1: who's now going to wait an hour. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, true. it's a really really tough situation. Well,
2: but be, people were really good.
1: cool. I mean, I don't think anyone really got too agitated. People, I'm sure, left the line and came back later. We didn't have a line on Sunday, so everyone got what they wanted. I hope.
2: But that might actually help in some ways because um, a Sunday's usually a little slower, right? Because people have already blown a lot of their money. and Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: Sundays at PAX are kind of a weird phenomenon. Like most conventions, Sunday will be slower, like Comic-Con, for instance, but it's not that slow. PAX Sundays are usually kind of dead. But uh, yeah, it, was, it, was, it wasn't that dead this time. No, not at all. We had a pretty good day, actually. But uh, but yeah, luckily no lines. Like I'm
2: that. I'm really jealous. I'm trying to be nice. I've been trying. I've been kind of like telling people not to tell me how great it was <laughs> in the office. <laughs> I'm politely listening now. But
0: and oh,
1: no, I was terrible. You don't want to. It, oh, it is God. worse. I was
2: and I was trying to like save money and like hang out at the house and get the stuff done. But uh, I got a babysitter just because I wanted to like feel like I was doing something fun while you guys are having that party. Of course. And so I went and I saw inception in an empty theater by myself because I hadn't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I always see movies like after ever, no one cares about them anymore. And like, there's no like vibe, you know, like you go into a theater and when it's opening and you have like, everyone's excited and you have like this whole, like, energy level and i never get that
0: right like you were mad that i saw borat when it came out so you went and saw it by yourself but you really saw it by yourself because yeah, it came no out like <laughs> <laughs> it was like a month after it came out so it was you alone in the theater watching borat
2: yeah and i felt weird when i would laugh because like an employee would come in and just look at me like, <laughs> they're, like, they're <laughs> disgusting <laughs> i feel like it was like the, the day that would like the theater was empty except for me so it's like they have to work when they normally would just be like fucking off and like talking well <laughs> what theater
1: did you watch inception at
2: uh, I went, I had to go, like, it's not, it wasn't in the Alamo anymore, it wasn't like, it's not a cool movie right now, I mean, it's it's a little older, and there's like one showing left at the Alamo South, so I went way down to like, uh, South Park Meadows. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, sorry to hear that. If you'd like, we are talking about, as a company, renting out a small theater to watch Jackass 3D together, so you're you're invited to that. Oh, I can go that one? Yeah, we'll get oh. a babysitter for that one. Awesome. Yeah, that's you're, not, you're not going to take Millie to watch it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Millie's not the kind of kid that should see that movie. That would do, that would be a two hours of good ideas to her. <laughs> she doesn't need that. No, I don't need that. Wait a When does Jackass 3 come out? Like in October or something? Yeah, sometime in October. Oh, that fucking trailer with the the high five bit at the end is so <laughs> awesome. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life.
2: Yeah, like you were thinking, like how are they going to top two and like the the, uh, the gloves, gloves that like, comes out of the wall?
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. That's <laughs> especially when they make Wee Man stand on the chair. <laughs> Oh, it's good times. We, uh, so we're moving this Saturday, right? That's the rumor. I think we need to get the fuck out of here today, dude, before mm. our office floats away. The
1: uh, Yeah, I guess we were flying back from PAX. I guess the night we came back, um, a hurricane hit, like, Mexico or something, and then, like, came straight up to Austin. And, and sat. And it's been raining nonstop. We have... It's like... We've sprung so many leaks in our server closet here in the office that I feel like I'm on an old German U boat, like getting <laughs> depth charged by the Allies. It's like, oh, you know, I'm trying to find like pans and like shovel water
2: out of there. That was pretty serious. It's pretty bad. Morning. Like, the weird thing is, like, watching the paint, like, that's, like, some kind of sealant or whatever, the paint is just, like, filling with water, like, it's stretching away from the, the sheet rock, and it's just, like, collecting like a bowl. I I,
1: I walked in yesterday morning to that. You know, I walked in, and uh, I looked in the closet, and I saw there was water dripping everywhere, and like you said, like, those, you know, pockets of water in the paint, and I walk over to Matt, who's sitting, like, four feet away from the closet, and I go, hey, Matt, did you see there's water dripping all in the closet? He goes, yeah, what's up with
0: that? <laughs> not at all concerned that there's water dripping all around of our very expensive Xserve raid so i had to go and i fucking collecting buckets
1: and like i was like dumping shit out of containers trying to find any anything i could to collect water
2: you came in to get our help yesterday and like you just came in and you were like speechless for a second you're like uh i I, I, storage closet
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's so much water last night uh i think it was after you left I walked in there to see how things were going, and Nathan was standing on a chair with Carrie, and they had a giant kitchen knife, and they were popping those bubbles. fists. Yeah. <laughs> it was really gross. I had to pop a couple of them also <laughs> throughout the day. By the way, let me ask you this. Okay, so we've been in this office for three and a half years now, right. approximately, uh-huh. and a little less than three and a half. We've been okay, right? No major problems. We decide to move this week, and this fucking week, the most important room in the company, the server room, gets 19 leaks in it. How's that possible? That's crazy. And also... Someone took a
1: dump at the back door.
0: Oh, I forgot oh. about that yesterday. Oh God, it was awful. Oh man, it was the so nastiest, gross. stinkiest dump it out was there. It was giant human. It was like an elephant uh, took a shit in our doorway.
2: And Brandon pointed out too, it wasn't like he would. He's like the worst thing. I, I understand that, like a homeless guy needs to find a place to go to the bathroom, but he could have at least stood still. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh yeah. <laughs> That's pretty terrible. <laughs>
0: it's gross. Yeah, it
1: was really, really. What, gross. Well, I, I felt it was like a it was like a going away present because when we moved in, we found a giant turd in a condom out there. Oh, that's
0: right, right condom. next to each other.
2: Um, oh, you! I'm
0: gonna take a shit and fuck tonight.
2: <laughs> it was like yesterday. I Went to get coffee, and but they hadn't. The front was like locked up, like the gate was up. So I had to go at the back, and I knew that that was down there. Um, and you gave me your keys, but you have this like you have like janitor keys. And I, as far as I can tell, there only three of them go to anything. So you have all these keys, and they all look the same. So I was like holding my breath for like 30 seconds trying to find the right key, like trying every one of them.
0: Yeah, I have no idea what all those keys do. People keep giving me keys, and I put them on my ring. I think like five of them are for the new office, but then that's all getting rekeyed, so they're all gonna be. Worse worthless mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i don't know
2: yeah it's pretty ridiculous
0: you're ridiculous so yeah we'll be uh that's it you know we're getting out of here
1: we'll get the new office this weekend starting mm-hmm. next week i guess moving on 9-11 mm-hmm.
0: that seems inappropriate to me <laughs> Does it really we're showing no ter- you know what we're though, showing it, the terrorists they didn't win that's We're right. still living our life if we're living it, we're moving forward mm-hmm. if we don't move on nine eleven, then the terrorists won exactly that's a very good point it's patriotic. i'm gonna wear red white and blue yeah we're doing our patriotic
1: duty there you
0: go but I'm really, really excited to get out of here. I'm, I'm sure we've said that a million times over the last few podcasts. Yeah, I'm going to miss downtown. And I like how close it is to our respective houses. And um I like all the food options and how women don't wear a lot of clothes in the summer and they walk around downtown a lot. But I am definitely going to appreciate the space and uh, hopefully no dumps in the doorways. Hopefully not. Well, we have a gate. Or we'll find out that it was one of us the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> we just assumed it was a homeless person.
1: I, uh... Yeah. <laughs> I suspect Monty. You can't,
0: you can't tell with that guy.
1: I, uh, when I came in last night, you had to move the equipment away from the water, and uh, I was like, oh, did you see that giant dump outside the, the door, Monty? He was like, no. But do you see that salamander over there? That's crazy, right? I was <laughs> like, it was like a weird deflection.
2: <laughs> He's like,
1: yeah, dumps, those aren't crazy. We know what's crazy? salamander." What is the time. Uh, I gotta go.
0: I gotta get back to this render. <laughs>
2: How did he not notice? Did he, ever, did he use the back door at all I, I think? think he probably came in the front door. Oh, right, because he came later. Yeah. yeah, that's probably fine then.
0: It was gone this morning, so somebody collected it. I think the, the hurricane that passed through probably washed it away. Good Lord, dude. It was
2: crazy
0: how much it was raining. My basement flooded. Did it? Which oh, it yeah. does occasionally. Yeah. Like, when it rains really bad. Our
2: poor chickens, like, we haven't really prepared for <laughs> the winter yet. Like, we just sort of have... They didn't have a roof or anything on the coop, and uh, they've just been, like, wet for three days. Like, well, they, really had,
0: they had three places... They had three overhangs well that they're, they could they're
2: hide not like they're not intelligent they're, just, they're yet. just not brilliant no like they don't they don't move when the rain starts coming they just look pitiful
0: so Griffin and I last night at like 11 p.m like the chickens had had enough so we went out and uh made like a plywood roof for them
2: yeah we're building a roof like in the pouring rain
0: yeah, it was rough
1: that sounds terrible still no fucking eggs either thanks no, for nothing well, maybe if you maybe they had a roof over their head. Maybe now. You're finally taking care of them. This is Texas,
0: uh, dude. It's the first time it's rained all year. <laughs> really? Is that the first time it's rained yes. all year?
2: It's actually been a pretty rainy summer.
0: You're a rainy summer.
2: You a, actually, I think you've missed a lot of the rain because every time I it's haven't. been raining, you've been out of town.
0: Yeah, I've been gone a lot. Where have you been going? He hasn't been going anywhere for work. <sighs> I'll tell you that right now.
2: Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: not true. I went to Bungie and Comic-Con. Uh-huh. And we were gone in London for two weeks. Well, she was with you for that one, so she knows that one's not a so lie. So
2: that's not there's no secret family, I thought I should know that?
1: No,
0: no no secret Eskimo See I don't anymore. I don't
2: understand that. Like why would anyone I why would anyone have a secret family? Like why would anyone go and get married to somebody else and like raise other kids? It's, like it's so exhausting to like just to not not just a family, but like you go to work and then you get home and then you're just trying to keep your house clean and like get your kid to bed and like why would anyone want to do that to them? themselves twice and keep up the stress of like trying to...
0: No, I totally, totally agree like having families in multiple towns. Just have like ten mistresses. That would be way easier to deal with. Really? I would think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. And then you have to deal with the fact that you're a shitty dad half the year because you're not putting your kid in Wisconsin to bed. You're putting your kid in Texas to bed. Yeah. Or vice versa. Well, I
2: don't know if, they, if like guys who have multiple families are thinking, oh, man, I'm kind of a shitty dad. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think so? I need to. So I got to I got to play catch a little bit more with my that's son. Probably <laughs> probably like, my son I've got
0: so much dadding to go around that I, I got to You know, spread my seed. <sighs> I'm sure that's exactly what they're thinking. I think that
2: phrase. Really. Yeah, I, I do too. Nice like, I just got creeped out.
0: Yeah, it's a little creepy.
1: So, um, did you hear the other day? I'm I'm a little shocked by this. I'm going to bring it back to video games. Okay. The uh I guess a couple of weeks ago I read this uh this interview, I guess where they were talk where someone was talking to um a developer over at Blizzard, and they said that now that StarCraft 2 Wings of Liberty has shipped, they have started hardcore development on Heart of the Swarm.
0: Just started? We're just now getting serious about breaking ground on Heart of the Swarm. So, how how far out is that going to be then? I don't know. Because, I mean, it took 10 years we, to make Starcraft 2. We
1: always have a lot of ideas, and there's been some design work on it, but hardcore art and programming is just now starting to begin.
0: Well, I, one would assume the development time on that game would be significantly less because they've spent 10 years building the uh, the system for Wings of Liberty, right? Yeah, but... They, they, That's gotta. Put they it they it weren't tw- making the
1: game at the same fucking time. That's gotta th-
0: put it two or three years out, probably. Right. I was expecting it like later this year or next year. Yeah, I was thinking next spring.
2: Why do? Why? Why would you think that? Just out of curiosity, if <laughs> it took ten years to get the second one, why would you think? Because it would happen the first?
0: the framework's already done. They just have to make you know the campaign. Yeah. Plus, they made they made StarCraft one, and then they decided that StarCraft two was such a big game they were going to release it in three chunks. And so, would you expect those three chunks to be released like Kill Bill style? I see. Yeah. Right. You okay. know? that makes four, sense. Right. Four months to a year apart, not. Another decade. We we might not live long enough to play all of this. Yeah, maybe not. It was uh, (laughs) Rob Pardo,
1: Blizzard's Blizzard's design boss. I don't know what his actual title is. Hmm. Maybe it's actually design boss. Design boss would be awesome. But man, I can't believe it's going to be that fucking long. Or maybe it's just all a hit fake. Who knows? Yeah, that's possible. So what else you guys got going on?
2: We, last night, we stayed up until 2.30 in the morning watching, we watched three documentaries. (laughs) Would you watch. Well, we were working on like projects and like just letting them run. We watched, I watched. Jeff was working on video games. So he wasn't watching this one, but I watched the uh, biography on H. H. Holmes, the first American serial killer. Serial killer. I
1: don't think I've ever heard of him.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. He killed like he. Well, they he confirmed like about nine killings, probably, but they think it might have been fifty to a hundred because it was during the Chicago World's Fair, and he was able. He had a furnace and like this crazy mansion he built with all these chambers and things like to torture and like get like, rid of bodies. It sounds and, like Saw yeah and it he actually just... he he made money selling their skeletons to like uh like research like institute like hospitals and whatnot wow, yeah, um anyway, so he would lure like because it was a chicago world's fair like and back then the communication wasn't as quick, so people would come to town, their family their relatives would know that they were going, but they wouldn't know where they were going to stay or anything, you know and then and then you know like they'd have no. Like there was, they're just not traceable. So there's no way of knowing like how many people he killed. But like Jack the Ripper gets, who is was killing around the same time, like everyone knows he
0: got all the credit. And he
2: he killed what like five people. Yeah, it wasn't
0: say. nearly as many as the potentially fifty to a hundred that H H Holmes did.
2: I wonder if it's because and this is kind of gross, but like. Because the Jack the Ripper left a lot of like gruesome bodies and like blood splattery walls and like, and AJ Holmes covered his you know like covered his tracks. Yeah, a little bit more. I mean, not, they still found bodies, but it wasn't as. You know, I think
0: you're onto something there. It's like that's the that's the problem with serial killing, right? Like, if you want to get all the glory, you have to you be, have to be a, you have to be a flashy <laughs> killer. Right? You, have to, you have to make a big mess and do that whole thing. But if you, want to be like, if you just want to be the best serial killer you can be, then you're going to cover your tracks and you're going to get rid of the bodies so that nobody can find them. And, uh, and then you don't get any of the credit. Well, and you know
2: what brought him down? He Insurance fraud. He, he pulled like an insurance scheme, like, scam because he was also a scammer. He was a con artist. And that was what like, the Pinkertons like, went after him for. And they were like, oh, and he also killed all these people on this trail of bodies. But like, they were just after him because he like, was doing some insurance scamming.
1: You got greedy. You yeah. got fucked him up. Yeah, neutral no Omaha. He could have just down. been like
2: in a skeleton selling business and been fine. You <laughs> wanted? He had to go back. I could still be killing today. <laughs> I know it's not funny. But. And then we
0: watched a documentary on corn. Yeah, riveting. King corn. Yeah. It was
2: actually pretty pretty interesting. And I've been kind of into like food documentaries lately. So like, A Botany of Desire is awesome.
0: This is all about how – this one was all about how corn is killing everybody essentially. Oh, well, really? And
2: just like government subsidies making this like system, of people like pr- overproducing corn and like cheap corn and like you want to get the highest yield so you genetically modify this corn and it becomes something else that's not nutritious anymore. It's and inedible. There's so much of it they have to do something with it so they have to make like corn syrups and that kind of thing. So if you go to McDonald's, every single part of that meal is pretty much corn. It can't be good for you.
1: Even like the hamburger and yeah. everything? Wow. Because the beef are
0: all corn-fed.
2: Oh. Yeah, and, like, the cattle are, like... I'm sorry, this is... But they're, like, pinned up because they want them to get, like, fatty. And then they're fed corn, which they shouldn't just eat a ton of. And they have all these, like, massive, like, holes in pockets and they get sick and, like... It's, it's gross. Good. Way this gross. This is a great
1: talk right before lunch. Okay, let's, what was the other documentary you watched? Oh, right. We oh, I hope it was less gross.
0: Uh, no, not really. It <sighs> was uh, Capitalism, a Love Story.
1: Oh, I've, I've seen that one in Netflix stream. I haven't watched it,
0: but I've seen... It. It's pretty sad. We we yeah. fell
2: asleep most of the way through, but, like, it, it was... Yeah, I don't know. And it's not even like I think capital I mean, I don't want to get into it.
1: There you go. After, after the it. ringing endorsement that you and Jess Kid gave Cocaine Cowboys a couple of
0: weeks ago, I watched that last night. And did you like it? It was pretty good. It's interesting. Yeah, really really interesting. Really interesting. It's uh I mean, it's very sensational, but uh and some of it's super sad. But uh like all the mur- like the kids getting murdered and stuff, but uh it's it's interesting to see like how Integral drugs were to the success of Miami. Or just like right.
2: building the city, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Literally building the city. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Oh, speaking of people dying, you and I had the weirdest thing happen to us. Oh, my God. Past. We were walking down the street. Was it Second Street? Yeah, I think it was Second or Third. On Friday or Saturday night, we were walking down Second Street, and there was a dude on the ground, and the cops were like, he was fucked up somehow. And the cops were like arresting him and taking him to the hospital at the same time, it looked like. And we were like, wow, that was really weird. The next block. I'm not kidding. The next block, there was a dude on the ground, like having seizures, and there were paramedics attending to him. And we were like, what are the odds that we would see that twice in one night? The next block. There was another guy on the ground, completely unresponsive, and somebody, uh, some paramedic, getting him CPR.
2: This seems sounds like a, an intro to a movie about like, the, massive like. I we thought was,
0: we were. It was the happening
1: or something. It was like the yeah. beginning of a zombie movie. It's like people are falling down. No one knows. Yeah,
2: like everyone in the city is starting to get affected. Uh-huh. It was
0: fucking <laughs> well, crazy. I'm
2: glad you guys got out of Seattle before it was too late.
0: <laughs> Man, every time we go to Seattle, I feel like that city's trying to kill me.
2: Yeah, you guys almost had that tree fall on you that one time, right? Yeah. yeah, we
0: had that crazy storm and all that stuff. We had the lights go out in our hotel. Yeah, it was also related to that same storm. Yeah. It was crazy.
2: So you might... You, okay. And also, it's getting less crazy. It was like one storm and some people having seizures. Twice. <laughs> if you
1: were there, it'd be crazy.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you weren't there. You don't know what happened. You can't judge.
2: Well, I was having a crazy time watching movies by myself, so... <laughs> yeah. It's sour grapes talking.
1: <laughs> Man, I'm so excited for Reach next week. I can't wait.
0: Oh, right. We should talk about that. Halo Reach is coming out next week.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm glad, we talk, I'm glad we covered that. Yeah, I'm really excited to play it. Um, it comes
0: out on the 14th. What is that, Tuesday? Yes.
2: Are you guys doing any kind of like play date thing for it?
0: Uh, we haven't announced anything, but that's not a bad that's idea. That's probably a pretty good idea. I mean, I have you a feeling that. it'll just be like a constant play date because we'll all be online 24 hours a day. Yeah, but if you it.
2: make it an event, then it's like a party.
0: Make you an event. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't But know. it sounds like work. And I'm yeah. It <laughs> <good>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll be playing Halo Reach when it comes out. Woo! Um,
0: did you hear that? Uh, it's speculated Blockbuster is going to file for bankruptcy. They already did. I thought they filed Chapter oh, Eleven. Did they? Yeah, or they're 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 in the process of filing Chapter Eleven. Yeah, I must have missed the uh, the news. Then I'm surprised they're
2: even still open.
0: Couldn't couldn't have happened to a more deserving company, if you ask me.
2: Yeah, there's so many cute little video store like in our my town, well in Corvallis, Oregon, that shut down because of Blockbuster and Hollywood moving into town. So it's hard to feel bad for them.
0: (laughs) Well, not just that, but I mean, there is that, right? Like they came in and they Walmarted. They had their day. Every city in America. And they put a lot of local businesses out, but also they were so like arrogantly against technology and advancing technology and taking, taking advantage of opportunities like Redbox and Netflix as they were developing. And, uh, And they deserve to go out of business.
1: And now they're struggling. Like they have a streaming thing, they have like a Redbox competitor, and
0: all that other stuff. They tried all that stuff, yeah, but they're so far behind. There's no way they're going to survive. And they should. I mean, if if you don't innovate, you should die. There were there were people were. I mean, it was obvious that the direction was going towards digital distribution Mm -hmm. or you know mail-in distribution, and they just refused to adopt it. And they finally did, like three or four years too late. Somewhere there's some asshole CEO of Blockbuster who. Anyway, who's a jerk? Okay, <laughs> apparently they have uh, a
1: billion dollars in debt that they're trying to get out of. because People don't pay their late fees. <laughs> <laughs> if only people if only people forgot to rewind more, they'd have that money. You know
0: what? <laughs> when I went uh, when I was doing the no one uh, listens to the podcast again. Understand? That yeah, I know. Uh, it's just <laughs> When I was doing the uh, the contest with Bernie to get ten thousand gamerscore in a week, I went to the local video store. Uh, it was actually a Hollywood video, uh, to rent some games that I needed to flush out my collection. And I realized it was the first time I'd been in a video store in probably seven or eight years, and it was like walking into the past. Yeah. It was really weird.
2: It, it is, it's, kind of, it's just kind of a creepy feeling almost. like.
0: Yeah, if you haven't been to a, a video store in five or ten years, you should do it just to see. It's really weird.
1: I went to that Hollywood video when they were shutting it down and selling everything, including the fixtures inside of it.
0: Yeah, they were selling, like, everything, dude. It was sad. It was pretty sad. I walked in there, too. Kind of depressing. It was also
1: like a flea market. It
0: was really weird. People were like fucking elbowing each other, and it's true. It's fighting true. for stuff. I People want the magazine stand. No, I want the magazine stand. It was really weird.
2: Do you guys ever get nostalgic for tapes? Like, no, and, never. But you're just never. talking about rewinding, and like I remember, we got like a VC, like we had one of those like rewinders you just bought just to rewind to right. your VHS tapes because it was bad for your VCR. And I was I remember being so like excited. I'm like, now I can rewind and watch, start watching this movie right. away. I don't have to wait for this one to rewind for <laughs> Like How fucking <laughs> this impatient <technology> is... <laughs> you have to be! It's,
0: it's like, I can't wait four minutes.
2: No, but you wouldn't be able to wait four minutes now. <laughs> like it. now everything's so instant. Now, you're, an you're impatient. You're, you are
0: so impatient. I'm
2: so. Patient. Why are you giving me shit for this? I'm super patient. No, no. no. <laughs>
0: I can't believe
1: you. No, impatient.
2: Yeah, but that's the thing about like tapes and that kind of stuff, like the waiting and rewinding and like, oh, I really waiting want to show to you this f- scene, but I'd have to like spend 10 minutes looking for it. Yeah, like. waiting
1: for no reason. Fast forward, is it here? No. Oh, fuck, I passed it. Rewind. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and you couldn't see anything anyway. Yeah, no
1: chapter
0: skip and fucking, you try to pause it and it'd be all oh, yeah,
2: it terrible like looking.
0: Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, watching stuff, I have a new favorite TV show. Oh yeah? Wipeout. God. It's the best. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. Oh, it's so terrible. It's you, awesome. You finally caught on? It's just people getting hit in the head for an hour. It's so fantastic. I don't think I've ever sat down to watch that show, but I've watched like, flip it. Like, flipping through a like, oh, I guess this is it. No, dude. I watch it. I seek it out. I watch it on Hulu. I watch it on Hulu Plus on my phone. It's like, it's my new... I watch episodes over again.
2: The thing, you're like, hey, there's a new season. I'm like... So it's going to be the same, like, a bunch of people you don't know. Well, sometimes they change the course up. They <laughs> come up with
0: new ways to torture people. And people are all so obnoxious and annoying that you really want to see them get hurt. It's really great. <laughs> I,
2: I, I don't, I, not, I'm not judging, but I don't get, like, the entertainment value of watching somebody hurt themselves.
0: Why are you going to go watch Jackass, then?
1: Oh, shit.
2: I have a little thing for Pontius. Oh, God. <laughs> until, he got his
1: snake, he got, until he got his dick bit off by that snake in Jackass 2. Well, oh, I forgot about
2: that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now he's an inny. <laughs> hey, uh, I see you've got the new Xbox controller up on your computers there.
1: Yeah, something maybe I talk about.
0: Yeah, we can talk about that. Or not. Okay.
1: I guess Microsoft has the new... Uh, is this out yet? No, it comes November nine. I saw it in the wild at PAX, though. Yeah, it's, I guess they uh, are going to release a new controller that has a pop-up D-pad. I don't get it. You guess you can make, like, the border behind the D-pad become recessed. Have you ever felt the need for that? The only time... The, uh, my biggest complaint with Pac-Man CE
0: was the diagonals. You're 100% correct. That would have been great for Pac-Man CE. You're 100% correct. That was the biggest problem with that game. hmm Yeah. And, of course, uh, that was the Xbox Live Arcade game, Pac-Man Championship Edition. It's probably one of those things, too, where, like... It doesn't seem important or necessary to me at all, but the first time I use it, I'll be like, how did I ever survive with the D-pad the way it used to be? Right. So. Yeah, I, I guess they're, they're going to sell it, uh, what did I say,
1: November 9th for 65 bucks. Oh, and it comes with a charge kit. That's cool. I yeah, wish we, we saw a couple of them already. I, I don't know why they're they were waiting. Like, yeah, I don't know. They were, they were packaged and ready to go. I think uh, Major Somebody Nelson else. or someone was giving them out at PAX.
0: I wish it wasn't coming out literally two months after halo reach because the reach xbox is going to come with two brand new controllers that'll i mean if that if you adopt this d-pad technology will now be obsolete in like five weeks after you buy it yeah
1: but come on if you're dropping money for a limited edition console are you really gonna you worried about the yeah, that's a good point Care about a 65 dollar controller yeah that's a good point. they're
2: 65 dollars
1: well yeah, it comes with a plane charge kit. I didn't funny.
2: know that. So next time you throw in and smash against the wall. No, no, this one comes with a
0: plane charge kit. The one I smashed the other day was forty dollars.
2: That's the one that had the that had the good like chat pad or whatever on it. Is uh, that what they're you, called? Did you
0: break the chat pad? No, I didn't have the chat pad on it. Uh the chat pad was yeah, it's sitting on the desk. He but did. I did I did smash the shit out of a controller at work the other day. Why, what happened? I don't remember what game I was playing. Do you remember? Oh, it was a... Uh, fuck. What was that game? That doesn't sound like a good game. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a good game. No, I don't remember the game. Uh, but I was having a, I was trying to capture something and I was having a ton of trouble and, uh, I got, I, I don't ran I don't very often get frustrated to the level of right. violence, but I got so mad. I threw a controller across the room and shattered it. Wow. And then felt bad <laughs> for the controller because it was, it's, in it's not the controller's now. fault. It's the game. It's true. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to peel off and see if I can figure out what game it was because I can't remember. Oh, like it's just you and
1: me now, Griffin. Hey there, Jeff's got more important things to do.
2: Right. He should have been prepared for this.
0: No, no making out.
1: <laughs> I gotta yeah. stay so close to the mic anyway. The only thing I'm making out with is this mm-hmm. microphone. You already—that's how I make. That's my make out noise.
2: This is what I was going to talk about. Um, we. Uh, you're moving to the new office and you were about to have like an actual dedicated drunk tank area. that right, is right. only for the drunk tank and isn't going to be overlapping in other people's projects and Thank stuff. Thank God. But I was just listening to these chairs. You need you need some sound like some quiet chairs. Yeah, some of
0: these these chairs are the worst.
1: Just chair Yeah,
0: it's particularly bad. I figured out what game it was and now I'm mad again. What was it? It was fucking Mafia Two, which is a great game, but there's this uh, wanted poster. It's the only wanted poster that's fucked up like this. They put it on the roof of a building and the only way to get to it is to drive your car off an overpass and land your car onto it. But you have to be going 60 miles an hour to be fast enough to get to the roof and there's snow on the roof. So as soon as you get there, you just skid right the fuck off. So you have to do it at an angle that you run right into a uh, chimney and then, but if you hit the chimney, you bounce to the left or to the right. It's a, it was a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, me forever. Why, why would
2: you put a like, wanted poster up? That, on top that's of what I was going to say. It seems like people know. wouldn't
0: see it. I don't know.
2: Follows the like, rooftop bounty hunters. It was super frustrating
1: though. <laughs> they were they were planning for the future in Crackdown when uh, the agents oh, would
2: right. be jumping
0: roof oh, really to roof. Then they see a wanted poster in the they're Crackdown.
2: Yeah, I liked yeah. watching you play that. I mean, and that's kind of, but there, it's funny, like, there's some games that are just really entertaining just to, like, not not even participate in, just to, like, see them happen.
0: I agree with that. I think I could watch anybody play a Grand Theft Auto game and just sit and watch it. It'd be totally fine. Mm-hmm. Just entertaining. Yeah, not man. you? No? Well, I'm not a fan of those. I mean, we've been over this over and over. I'm yeah. just not a fan of those sandbox
1: games. I could also watch Mass Effect. I found that interesting. Oh, Mass Effect. I want to play that again. <laughs> I, you know, I've, inten- I've intentionally not played any of the DLC so that... Later,
0: I can just play it all at once. Yeah, I was gonna say Shadow Broker just came out yesterday. You yeah. should play that. Nope, I'm waiting. Okay, you're I'm gonna have. When does Mass Effect three come out? Uh, I'm gonna guess like late next year. Dragon Age two comes out next spring. I'm assuming they're not gonna want to come have their two titles compete. Dragon Age, this past one came out what in October or November? And yeah. Then Mass Effect came out in January, so it's a two or three month difference. Not, not too. Well, bad. I'm saying it's gonna be like you. You'll probably see it be a, a quarter separated. So I would uh, I would assume it'll be out like summer or fall next year? I'm looking it up. Do so find out? Do it. I don't know if they've even announced that.
1: Uh, whoa. Oh, it's Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect 3
0: TBA 2011. There you go. Man, there's a lot of games coming out in 2011. Hey, did you get a chance to go look at Portal 2 uh, when you were at Pax?
1: No, I had an appointment to do it, but we got tied up with working. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, this is a this little side question. Guess, do you have an Atari?
1: Um, not... Maybe I don't know.
2: I okay. might because I was found on Craigslist and I was thinking about getting it for the achievement hunter office, just kind of to have for fun.
0: See, the problem with an Atari though is that there's no achievements in it.
2: No, I know, but it's just I think I don't know. Like, cause you're gonna have like the certain area that's just for like fun with the television, and like I just th- thought it'd be fun to have some like old it's games. Also, I don't know.
1: Difficult to hook up an Atari to a modern TV. Oh, uh, really? Is that true? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. The video input. Remember, if you remember the video? It has like those two little forks that you had to screw in to like your UHF oh, input. Oh, fuck. That's right. Oh, you, so that's you might be able to find at Fry's like a UHF to coax adapter, but it, it's going to be... You have to hunt down some parts to get that thing I might do working. it because
2: it, it's it's actually a good price and it comes with a whole bunch of controllers and tons of games. Like it has a whole case of them. And it just might be... I don't know. It might be worth it. What do you think? Sure. I might do it. Okay. be a fun little project.
1: It's funny to think that you know, uh, a game system that was so influential and, like, pervasive could be difficult to play now. Like, it could be difficult to hook up and actually get video out of it because it's so old now.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's like uh well, I don't want to go into the whole John Titor thing, but uh, it's kind of weird to think that, that like, that technology is... So obsolete, it's kind of it's almost lost to us, right? And it will be in like another ten years. Yeah. It'll be goddamn near impossible. You remember that I'm talking about the video came where I had those little, like, yeah, those two, the two little silver forks
1: that always broke, and you always had to fucking splice mm-hmm. the, that wire with a knife, and then like get the copper
0: out and like wrap it around the yep. screw and tighten it down. Oh, it's the fucking worst. It's kind of funny. You and I were looking at a somebody had an autograph an NES while we were at Pax, and we were looking at it, and I didn't realize the NES had <laughs> one audio and one video. <laughs> Yeah, it was like mono out. Yeah, it was really weird. It's crazy how fast the technology has changed this last 25 years or so. Yeah, crazy. A quarter century. What? <laughs>
2: Well, it's kind of like, well, like with record players, like even if you, for fun, you have one to be nostalgic. If you break a needle, you're fucked. Like, where are you going to get a needle for a record player? I think you
0: can still find them without too much trouble. Uh, I think they're
2: like expensive though, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Needlewarehouseonline.com. No, but I
2: mean the point, not that I want to get a record player, but like the point just like at some point, even if you wanted something for a novelty, it's just too much of a hassle to get together.
1: Right. Just like VHS players. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, I don't even want a VHS player for fun. You just
0: want a VHS rewinder? (laughs) <laughs> that's what she does for fun to like calm down at the end of her day she just goes and puts tape in rewinds it <laughs> sits there
2: i actually it's kind of sad i have a bunch of like mix tapes like from high school and like man you are I,
0: really on this tape.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i know we're talking about it. whatever whatever this is what i can contribute okay. um yeah no i just have like, just consa- things i can't get rid of because they're like mixes and like i don't know just stuff that I, i'm nostalgic for but i don't have a tape player and they're impossible to find like where do you find them Actually, that's I, the boom box that we used for um, for the last short, I found at a pawn shop, and it had a tape deck on it. So I maybe guess, i not
0: steal it. Yeah, either pawn shop or time machine probably is your best bet. <laughs> <Pawn shop laughs> or I'm time sure machine? you can find them at a Craigslist or the awesome flea market or something. Sale or
1: something yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah, if I wanted to put effort into it, sure. I could probably get that together. Never mind. <laughs> okay. I, can I'm not order, even. going to talk anymore. You, you can probably order
1: one off of Amazon. Oh, you're about to quit the podcast like Jack? <laughs> so you're going to go pout in the corner? <laughs>
2: I'm going to fulfill the Jack role. Pout hey, well, speaking
1: of fulfilling the Jack role, we should go eat. Oh, that's a good <laughs> idea. Oh, by the way, we should mention that Jack died. Um, oh, yeah. Where is Jack? He is got he strep he throat, throat and died. Yeah. You know, I, I lost my voice after the party on Saturday, and it's only now starting to come back. I still feel like it's not quite back. And the fact that my voice is still gone, and I know Jack has strep throat, has made me really nervous. Did you guys make out? See, he doesn't remember. That's
0: the problem. That, see, yeah,
2: well, that was Nobody like, knows. <laughs>
0: Maybe. Like Griffin, I came home Griffin goes, did you cheat on me? And I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you said, no, I wouldn't do that. I mean, I don't remember Saturday, but. like <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
0: I honestly don't remember cheating on you. I,
2: just for the record, I was kidding. Like,
0: Oh, yeah, sure you are.
2: No, I, I didn't. Like, I didn't even
0: ask you because I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, seriously, let's go. Uh, All grab, but grab, but get some let's food.
2: get food, but no corn-fed beef because I'm against it now.
1: All right, there you go. Okay, well, thanks for listening.
2: Toodles.